You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, come right in. All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgating. I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live from Austin, Texas. And if everything is right, we should be live on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook this time, because last time I messed that up somehow. We are continuing our co-host challenge this week. I had to finally bring in my Erska iRacing driver for the Chairgating car, Chris Wright. Welcome, Chris. Thanks for having me on. That intro is awesome, by the way. I don't know if I've ever told you. It is, right? I made that myself, just so you know. With all of my video editing experience, I was able to make that all by myself. So professional. Uh, Chris, have you ever been on the show before? Yeah, one time, yeah. Okay. Well, um, welcome back. You've never been on it while we've done video, though, correct? I know this is the first time that everybody gets to see my face. Unfortunately, yes. So this is Chris Bad Takes, the guy that always is in the comment section of every one of my shows. So I guess no one's going to be commenting this show because you're here. Uh, He always has the worst takes, surprisingly bad takes. And he throws out so many that occasionally one will be decent, but usually they're pretty bad. So I had to have have him finally on the show. They're pretty good, usually. No, People don't agree with them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that, that's i think that kind of sums it up so had to have him on the show finally he is the driver for the 69 nice chair gating car in Erska, the i racing league which are you wearing the Erska hat go yes, back I am. I got let the me see hat yeah right you got now. the yep there you go that is an i racing league that it's solely sponsored now by belly of sorts right or that's the main sponsor yeah, Belly Up does a lot for Erska greatly. 
Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Like I said, chairgating, we have a car in there. Number 69, obviously. Uh, and Chris is the driver for it. And Chris is actually, even though his takes are terrible, he's a pretty decent iRacing driver. I'll at least give you that, Chris. No wins yet, though. Yeah, no wins yet, though. So it's a little disappointing. You haven't got any cool paint schemes because you haven't earned them yet. I think the one we're driving, that rusty car, is pretty awesome. That is. That was your favorite one, right? I think that's why I just kept it. Yeah. Yeah, So I guess first and foremost, let's talk about Phoenix. What'd you think? Thought it was a great race. Um, Pit Road seemed to be an issue for. Kyle Larson, especially. Yeah, a few people. Yeah, speeding was an issue, but he had a great car. He was probably the best car. I think at the end, maybe not quite as good as he was at the start, but he was pretty good to recover from, you know, the green flag one, especially to not get lapped. Yeah, and I'm wearing my Tracker Boats hat for uh, Martin Truex Jr. Finally got a win. I'm not like necessarily a Martin Truex Jr. fan. I'm, I guess I'm indifferent towards him. I liked that he won a championship at Furniture Row. That was cool. So anyway, he got his first win um, at Phoenix ever, right? Yeah, I think so. Yep. And fifth different winner of the season. I'm, playoffs are going to get pretty, uh, pretty crazy if we keep getting different winners. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, the winners have been wild kind of all over the place. This is the first time that we've got a this season a victory from a top contender you know somebody that actually i would expect to get a win so that was kind of cool but also it was still the first time he's ever won at phoenix so you know still kind of a first time winner um do you will he be number one in standings you think now um i am not sure probably not byron ran pretty decent today to get stage points and whatnot um McDowell's had a strong start. He didn't run very good today. I'm trying to think here. Larson's been pretty pretty forty two. Yeah, I'm not sure and I mean, if yeah, Brad K. I know he was pretty high in the standings before this race as well, and he finished fourth. So I think he's going to be a guy that we're going to kind of keep seeing up there throughout the season. But yeah, the season's been kind of wild so far. We've been seeing a lot of newcomers, first time winners. Um, Truex now in the playoffs where I figured he would be, but I think it was yeah, Mike win, Joy. I think it was Mike Joy at the end of the race that said, "Like, are we going to see sixteen winners?" <laughs> because it seems like this season is a little wild with how many winners we're seeing. I don't know if we'll get to sixteen. It'll be I don't think we'll get close, to sixteen. <laughs> but I mean, you still have you know Chase hasn't won. Uh, Bowman has it. What and Bowman? How about that recovery for them today to get you know into the wall, get wrecked, and he came back. I'm not sure where he finished. I know it was, he ran top 15 the last 13. Half of the race. 13. 13. Yeah. Great recovery for a wrecked car. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, any opinion on Bubba Wallace this race? Um, they did a good job from the strategy standpoint. I thought today to give themselves a shot. Uh, it seemed like he was running pretty good there towards the end. I think he was running, what, eighth or ninth, and then they stayed out. So I don't know if maybe they ran out of tires, didn't have a set to put on with everybody else, or what the deal was there. 
Yeah, he's the driver that I said at the beginning of the season. He's going to be the one I'm watching the closest or one of the drivers I'm watching the closest. Obviously, Kyle Larson was one of those drivers as well. And Kyle Larson's already proving to me that he is as good as we kind of expected him to be. Bubba Wallace was the other driver that I was going to really be paying attention to this season. You know, I'm trying to keep personal bias out of it. Uh, Just want to see how he does in that new equipment and the new team. I was very skeptical of him going in. So um, I've been very vocal about that. I haven't hidden the fact that I'm skeptical of him. And this race, once again, showed me that I still don't know how to feel about him. I'm so indecisive in terms of how well of a driver I think he can be because he shows spurts of like, wow, this is a quality driver in some pretty good equipment. And then he just always falls to the back again. So I don't know how I should feel. For the equipment he was in today was still not a great run. I mean, the last the last part of that race, they had a pretty decent run. But the first, what, 200 laps, they were not a factor. He was fighting at the end of stage two to stay on the lead lap. And he's not in pretty good equipment anymore. He's in the best equipment on the racetrack. You think he's so in the I best equipment think, on the racetrack? Man, Gibbs cars, that's top. Gibbs stuff is top of the line. I think I mean, it's right there with everybody. You know, I think when I say the best equipment, I, I think of Penske, Gibbs, Hendrick, those three. So he has the same equipment as anyone driving for Gibbs is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, we got uh, we have a comment here. Finally, since Chris isn't commenting, and I think this perfectly sums up Chris being on the show, that the show is <laughs> just not good anymore. And it's going downhill. Judy, I totally agree with you. This show has gone completely downhill because we have Chris Wright on the show. Um, it's pretty bad. I, I agree. So I think overall, it's great <laughs> overall, I think Phoenix was pretty good. Um, where would you rank it in terms of the other races we've had this season? Oh, man, there's been so few races. Vegas was so good. I thought today was a good race. Um but man, I don't know. Maybe the 500 was the only one that would be worse. But the 500 wasn't bad. It's just everybody wrecked on lap 15. That's exactly kind of what I was going to mention. I was going to say, I think maybe the 500 is the only one that's been worse than this one this season. But they've also both been good races. Um, Yeah, because I, I think the other side of the coin, you could say, with the 500 is at least it was really exciting. You know, um, like it always is. This one... Although there was a lot of lead changes, it felt like, at least towards the end, you know, I was like, okay, I'm phoning this in. I know Truex is winning this race at this point. Maybe it's just me, but... I'm not sure if the VHT helps or hurts the race in at Phoenix. It kind of takes the one lane to the top. I feel like Phoenix maybe shouldn't be using that anymore. Yeah, Especially with the package. They got the short track package now. I I don't think it's needed. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, overall, the season's been great, and Phoenix, I think, was just another, um, some more proof of how good this season has been. And I keep joking about how the marketing was, you know, maybe the best season yet, which obviously it's not the best season yet, but the best season in a few years, I would say. Uh, Starting off pretty crazy with the different winners, you know, we had. You know, Byron, a lot of people were saying, you know, he should be 
let go of Hendrick. He hasn't been performing. Well, he finally got a good crew chief for him that fits him. He's ran top 10 every race, got that win in Homestead, looked good everywhere. Michael McDowell, that team has got some speed that uh, carried on from Daytona. They ran good at the road course. They ran decent at Vegas. I think, what, sixth last week at Vegas? Today was their worst run, and they ran, what, right around 20th all day? So that that team's came a long way. Yeah, I agree. And I guess just moving forward into the future of NASCAR, um, something that I've talked about a few times but haven't really dove into is next season with the next-gen cars and what that's going to look like. I know you are not a fan of what we've heard about the next-gen cars. Is this correct? That's correct. Okay, so what's your what's your gripe with the next gen cars specifically? Well, it appears they're moving the numbers back first. And do you think they're really going to do that? Yeah, some images have leaked out from a car that's at the Hall of Fame behind closed doors. I don't. And, there's uh, no way they do it. I mean, that's just crazy. I know they've been toying with it, but I think that's insane. I'm not a fan of that, but that's just strictly looking at the car. It's not going to change the racing, right? But the one lug nut stuff. I hate it. Hate one lug stuff. That's not for NASCAR. Um, the fuel clamp. Not a fan of you know doing away with the fueler. Just going to fill these cars up, and I think the pit stops are going to be less than ten seconds. Yeah, it, I, honestly, I, it sounds like the the pit crew is really just going to become kind of obsolete in a way, or at least really tarnish the importance of a good pit crew at NASCAR. And I think NASCAR has been moving that direction when you look at some of these truck and Xfinity races where they don't have pit stops anymore. You know, it's all controlled. They throw caution. Some of these races saw it a lot with the truck series last year. Most of their standalone events, you know, they would just throw caution. You get to pit. And as long as you didn't get lapped, you got your spot back. You know, it was just they say it's a cost saving measure, but I think that hurts the racing the product. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would tend to agree with you. I don't know why. Uh, I, I guess the cost-saving thing, but cost-saving how? I mean, are they going to start firing pit crew members because they're not going to need as many, right? Or am I crazy? I mean, yeah, they've they've taken away pit crew members. You know, it, it wasn't that long ago that you had seven, eight men over the wall, and now it's down to, what, four or five every week. It's all that's allowed. So... I just think they're trying to eliminate, you know, the crew members. And then the cost saving measure for the truck series and the Xfinity series, they say, is because they have to pay to use cup crews. So that costs the teams a lot of money to use cup crews. And they're eliminating that from the cost of that team. I mean, the only cost that I think NASCAR should concern themselves about cutting is the car itself is, you know, teams shouldn't be going under because they can't afford another car. That's the, I think that's the main issue. And that's the one thing that they should be focusing on, not, you know, taking away time for lug nut changes or refueling. Well, with the, the new car, they say it's supposed to be cheaper and everything. It's going to cost more out of the gate because you're going to have to get all new stuff, but they say it should be cheaper. I believe um, they're going to, to use to do the same thing that the trucks do, it's going to be a spec engine, but I don't think that's coming for a couple of years. I think we're going to get the new car, and then like a year or two later, the spec engine's going to come. But 
they're moving to the, the straight line transmission next year with six gears. I think for road courses, it's going to, I think it's going to look a lot like a IMSA GT car. It's going to race like that. It's going to, the pit stops are going to look that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, that makes sense with the schedule changes they've been adding. Just so much more road courses. I could see them going that direction. And I like the road courses. I think what they have right now is perfect. But I agree doing with what they're doing. I think maybe they're looking to add more even. I think they will add more. And I think this is just the beginning and it should concern people. um, Because personally, I don't like the road courses. I know I I don't think I'm in, uh, in the majority in that opinion, at least not on Twitter. But yeah, I think it seems like they're going to be going that direction with this new car. Uh, I think that although, you know, maybe this new car isn't going to be great for racing, as you've put it, I'm hoping that it'll improve RCR's chances of getting some victories because I know they've been kind of on the front end of helping to uh, develop this new car. So that's been my hope. Just every time RCR does bad this season, I just keep telling myself, well, they'll get some victories next season. I don't know if it's going to help or hurt the racing. Some of the things that I've heard, I don't like from the standpoint of a race fan, a NASCAR fan, and some of the stuff that they're doing to these cars now, you know, with the, they're kind of eliminating what NASCAR was 20 years ago. But if it improves the racing on the ovals and across the board, then great. I'll jump off of, you know, the gripes I have with it because it's made the racing better. I, you know, the NASCAR said they're staying with the 550. That's their horsepower range. They're staying with that with the new car. Downforce levels on the car really don't know those yet. But I mean, we'll see. Do you think they'll increase or decrease downforce though? I think they'll decrease. I think you've seen that um, with them adding more tracks this season to the uh, low downforce package. I think you'll see them maybe make that package work with the new car next season. That would be like the one thing that they actually do that NASCAR fans have been asking for. Um, because they added what the, all the road courses this year, right? Are, mm-hmm. are the low down fours. They added yeah. Darlington, which now has two races and Nashville is going to be low down fours. Which I still don't agree with the two races at Darlington even though it's my favorite track probably in the entire schedule. Uh, I just think it was special having it on the Labor Day weekend. So, you know, everybody has Monday off already. Everyone's just having a good time on Sunday. And you're going to be going to Darlington this year, right? First time. Yep, we're going in May. But it kind of takes me back, Darlington getting its second race back, because up until, what, 05 or 06, it had two races every year. Had a spring race and a fall race. Yeah, so look, I, if that's not one I'm going to, you know, necessarily gripe on. I just like the Labor Day weekend race uh, with the throwback paint schemes for Labor Day. I just thought that was always special. But, you know, if 
if they started taking away some of those road courses and just adding Darlington races, I guess I wouldn't complain. But well, they moved the throwback race. The throwback race is the May date now. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think you'll have a great time at Darlington. Like I said, that's been my favorite track for a long time. Uh, it really is like an old school. It, it feels like you're going back in time to watch a NASCAR race, just because. I'm looking forward to it. The track is the track is still like old. Like it's it's not like a nice new clean uh grandstands. I mean it's it's old and there's two sides of the grandstands that you sit on. It's almost like a high school football stadium. It's just it's not big, it's just bleachers, and you know, you get rubber in your teeth if you sit too close. It just feels like a local track that you go to on a Saturday night. It's in a small town in the middle of you know, nowhere in between South Carolina and North Carolina. It's great. Everything about it. I love it. The atmosphere alone. I've never been there. I'm looking forward to going. We used to go down there to Rockingham every year when I was a kid. We had season tickets to Rockingham, and I know that that's pretty close. Yeah, that's not far. That's a couple hours, I think, tops. Yeah, not too far from there. And you're you're located in Ohio, right? Yeah. Gross. And yet you're a TCU fan. Correct. That's right. Horn Frogs. How? How are you a TCU fan in Ohio? Um, I didn't become a TCU fan until about ten or twelve years ago. I uh, I grew up in Ohio. Everybody here is a Buckeye. I wasn't going to be a Buckeye. That's fair. So for a long time, I rooted for uh, USC for a long time when I was a kid. And uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> Why? You just were like, I just want to pick a random team that's really good? Um, growing up, my my dad hated USC and Michigan. And I wasn't going to root for Michigan. Don't like Michigan at all. And uh, so I picked, so you I just, picked USC. You just have daddy issues is what you're saying. Okay. It's, just, it's never fun to root for the same team and, you know. Okay, so out. you randomly changed it up, and you were like, now I'm a TCU fan because I really like to cheer for small, private, rich kid schools in Texas. That's what you – that was your thinking process? Um, I really like Gary Patterson. I'd seen him on, on ESPN a couple times. Um, I really just – it was a new school that I hadn't – you know, here in Ohio, you hadn't seen a lot about, and they burst onto the scene. And then uh, – it pretty much solidified for me when uh, the Bengals took Dalton in the draft. So I've rooted and, for TCU ever since. I still love Dalton. I know he's not in Cincinnati anymore, but that guy's a great guy. Did a lot for the community in Cincinnati. I, uh, I'm i not sure there's a better, nicer guy in the NFL. I mean, I can't speak to that. But, yeah, your, your beloved TCU, um, what they have, like, five basketball wins this season so congratulations there they definitely won't be making the tournament good job they did not make the tournament today they did not yeah surprisingly with their like five combined wins the entire season uh i'm being hyperbolic but they were terrible and my team my school that i actually attended which is why i'm a fan university houston were a two seed just so you know just updating you i saw that. i saw you put that on twitter texas sports is going Yes. So hopefully they do well. I think we'll, I think we'll do great. Um, I I saw Kentucky didn't even make the tournament. So that's, uh, 
Yeah, or Duke. Yeah. Um, so anyway, moving back to racing, I just had to throw that out there, rub it in your face a little bit. Um, moving back to racing, though, I wanted to talk to you about iRacing specifically because that's what you do. Uh, obviously not for a living or else we would both be making money, but that's what you yeah. do in your free time. Um, and you said we were talking about next gen cars for NASCAR and you were telling me that iRacing has a new car coming out, a new configuration. I don't really know how these things work. I don't keep up with iRacing stuff. A new build just came out for iRacing every, every 13 weeks they change it up. And this new build seemed to add the ability for us to run the wall at some tracks, move around instead of it being kind of a single lane and just not great racing. Okay, so, so when does this take effect? Uh, this week it took effect. The next Erska race is at Homestead, I believe, and that's one of the tracks where we should have the ability to run anywhere on the track. So if you tune into Erska this weekend or this Monday, tomorrow night, should see something that us drivers aren't used to yet. Okay. So does that mean you're going to get a win finally? I, I don't know. But hey, we won last year. Got second in the points. It's been we a won rough last year. year. That's okay. As it's, the car owner, I'm point. concerned. Daytona, we got caught up in a wreck. It, you know, we had a good run at Iowa, finished fourth. And then uh, last week in uh, Atlanta, we took off good. We had a decent car. Driver error with 20 to go. I drove it up into the fence a little bit, and it ruined our race. So that was on me. We're gonna we're gonna get some wins at some point. They're coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying I have. We got a lot of new guys too. Lots I of have, new guys joined. I have high expectations. You know, it's the '69 nice car. That's I have high the, expectations. Too. It's the premier I'm car in Erska. I think everyone knows that. All the paint. There's no paint scheme out there that looks better than ours, for sure. Right. It's the premier car. I mean, who, who's leading right now in Ersco? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Is it like Massey or something? No, Nick hasn't had. Nick, Nick flipped again last week. Nick got his yearly flip in at Iowa last week. Mm. So, got that out of the way. He's usually pretty good. I told him. But- yeah, I told him uh, next year he should shoot for uh, Martinsville or somewhere where it's really hard to get upside down. You know, really challenge himself. Yeah, there you go. To flip somewhere. Yeah, I mean, if you can start winning, then maybe we can build out this team and have a two-car team. It'll be 96 and 69 or something like that. Or uh, 420 if we can have three digits. We're going to try to, man. We uh Take away Daytona, we've been good. We were top 10 last week, and I, I messed up there on a late run. And, you know, Daytona, we were sitting to finish top 10 and got wrecked in the last lap. So, you know, we only ran three races. There's plenty of time. I'm looking forward to Homestead. I've been really uh, practicing running the wall, trying to figure out where the speed's at. We, uh, Josh and myself uh, and Colin ran some practice laps Thursday night, really tried some different things, did a mock race run. I think the racing at Homestead is going to be pretty incredible to watch. And while we're talking about iRacing and Erska, one thing that I figured we could talk about, maybe you know a little bit more, um, is Brandon Key, guy that was on this podcast uh, 
two episodes ago, I believe. Um, uh, I think it was a week ago on Sunday. He is not racing in Erskine anymore, correct? He is sitting out right now. I think he's going to have his stuff back. You know, no, he's not going to lose his entry or anything into Erska. But he's dealing with some issues, and he's taking a break, taking a step back. We're thinking about him, hoping he gets better, gets his issues fixed. I know he's been to the doctor a couple times, so still in contact. I got some things to do for him tonight. I'm, I told him I'll help him out with whatever I can. Yeah, I think maybe we could help him out by sending him a better hat. I think that'll help him feel better because his Indiana Jones hat was not cutting it. He needs a good looking hat. Like I always have. I think that would help him out. So, okay. Well, so then he's just kind of like sitting out for a few races in Erska, uh, but he's going to be able to come back at any point. Uh, it'll be the ability for him to come back. will be there whenever he wants it. I don't know how long it's going to be. I don't think he has an idea. He just needs to said that he needs to take a step back and focus on getting himself right. Mm. He should send me his equipment. I'll fill in for him. He might be watching. He better be watching. He probably isn't, though. He didn't even watch an episode when I told him to prepare. He didn't even watch. He listened to the audio version. I told him specifically watch the video version, and he st- he couldn't do that. Um, I will say Brandon Key was the worst person I had on in terms of setting up until you. You were actually, I think, worse than him. So Brandon, you're off the hook. Yeah, but Brandon's off the hook. I, now I thought you, I was prepared. I thought now I you're the worst. You were I you said I'm prepared. I'm ready to go whenever you're ready. I'm like, okay, cool. So I send you the link for everyone listening. And it's just the vertical aspect ratio on his cell phone. And as you can see, a pitch black room with a TV on in the background. Nothing set up. This is what I'm working with, people. This is what I'm working with. Just I want everyone out there watching to comprehend what I have to deal with. I asked him to send me some topic ideas because every episode I have the co-host send me their topic ideas of things that they want to discuss. So I figured that would make a better episode. His topic ideas was NASCAR. That's what he said, NASCAR. This is what I'm dealing with. You didn't want to do the porn. We could have done the top 10 best porn videos of the year, and you didn't want to do that. You'd never even sent me that. Don't even don't even try to act funny now. You never because I actually probably would have been on board with that, but you never sent me that. So I came up with an idea. Um and we can just kinda I guess we'll just jump right into it since you haven't helped at all. So my idea for a topic for this episode was bar food. I was thinking about like the best bar food. I think bar stool or um big cat or they were talking about bar food. And um, I was like, that's a great idea. I love good bar food. So I want to do with you a snake draft for the best bar food. And I have a couple. Do you eat a lot of bar food? Yeah, I'm the DD for my brother at least once a month. Okay. Um, (laughs) You're the DD for your brother. Okay. Yeah. He's he's younger than me. He's had a divorce. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Got a kick. Vibe's been... Let's kick him in the ass a little bit. Yeah. Well, okay. So you, I, I assume you've had your fair share of bar food then. What I was thinking is we'll do six items. So it's going to be a snake draft. So if I start, um, pick one, then you go, you pick two. You know how snake drafts work, right? Like this isn't yeah. too complicated for you. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't is know what I'm dealing with. Is that an insult with. on my intelligence? Is that what that no, was? That like was absolutely. I'm glad you picked up on that. That was definitely an insult on your intelligence. So what I want to do was six items. Um, two of these things have to be things you hold. And then two are things that you dip like into a sauce. You don't have to say the sauce or anything. But like a French fry, you dip. A slice of pizza, you hold. Granted, we can get into semantics. Like, do you dip your pizza in ranch? Just forget the semantics. Do you hold it while you eat it, or do you dip it and then eat it? So you have to do two, two, and then the other two are just kind of wild cards. You can use whatever you want past that. Uh, do you want to go first? I can go first. That works for me. All right. And with the first pick, I think, what, you got to take wings first, right? You're going wings first? Yeah, dip them, right? Are we- are we going to count that as a dip or a hold? Do you dip them or do you just hold them while you eat them? Like, do you dip them into a sauce or ranch or blue cheese or whatever the hell? You got to dip. You got to dip wings. See, I don't dip wings. I don't. I just eat them how they come. Uh, but okay, so we're counting that as a dip for you. So you're taking wings. A little disappointing because that's yeah, that's probably the the power hitter. That's like the number one. Oh. Yeah. Right there. So I get two picks. I'm going to start with what I would consider a hold, and that's going to be nachos. Specifically because everything that you eat on the nacho just comes on the nacho. You don't have to dip it, right? If I did like chips and salsa, that's a dip. But the nacho... There's always nachos or some kind of chips out in a little basket. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think nachos... In my opinion, I know wings is like the the best pick for bar food. In my opinion, nachos is the best bar food. And maybe it's just better in Austin or I don't know. But here, the nachos are always incredible. You get a tower of nachos, cover it in whatever meat you want, uh, guacamole, salsa on it, whatever, queso. It's incredible. Nachos is, I think, the best bar food. And then if I had to take a number two, I'm going to take a dip and I'm going to go mozzarella sticks. Ooh, that's a good one. I know. I know. That was a good one, wasn't it? Yep. 
Okay, so now you get two picks. Um, I'm thinking a hold here, and it's a slider. Okay. Nice. That's a good one. And then uh, another dip prize. Okay. It's kind of weak. Um, any explanation behind any of these? Uh, they're just little snacks, you know, fries. Obviously, don't have to explain fries a whole lot. Uh, the slider, you know, just whatever, you know, most places have, you know, burgers, but you can get little deli meat on a slider at some places and something easy to eat while you're, while you're drinking or whatnot. Okay. Uh, what do you dip your fries in? Ketchup. Okay. Just making sure some people are weird. Just making sure. Okay. So you have, we're doing six. You've got three down so far. You got wings sliders and fries pretty solid yep so now i get two picks and i'm gonna go let's see i've done a hold i would not chose mozzarella stick dip i'm gonna go another dip i'm gonna go jalapeno poppers um are you a fan of jalapeno poppers no what do you mean no I'm not a fan of jalapeno or anything. What? You don't like jalapeno poppers? Oh my gosh. Nope. That's insane. You picked french fries? Just regular plain old french fries. You're going to try to tell me that jalapeno poppers isn't a good pick? It's insane. I didn't say it wasn't. I think it's a good pick. They're at a lot of places, but it's just, you know, I I didn't say I don't I don't eat them. I don't like them. Okay. Not that Here we not go. For my next one. I'm going to go with a hold. I'm just, you know, going back and forth with these. I'm going to go soft pretzel. Ooh, just like a big, was... like, jumbo soft pretzel with some mustard, especially that, like, you know, fancy, like, German mustard. That's that's a that's a classic if you're drinking beer. It's so it, – it, it fills you up. It's exactly what you need. Um, it's not, like, a huge meal or anything, but if we're just talking about, like, ordering something while you're drinking beers, soft pretzel, it's a go-to. Pretzels are great. Okay. And so, where do you dip your pretzel? You dip your pretzel in cheese or butter or a little bit of both? No. Um, I always just go with the with the mustard. Specifically like a fancy mustard. Like the the ones with like the mustard seeds in them, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's almost like spicy a little bit. I like that. Just like the full on mustard. There was a bar I, I used to live above in Houston and that's like the only thing they made was these jumbo Bavarian pretzels. So they're called. And so they would like melt the cheese on top of it and give you this mustard. I mean, I wouldn't even go drink at the bar. I would just call the place and be like, Hey, I'm coming downstairs in like 10 minutes, have this pretzel ready for me. Cause that's my dinner. Pretzels are so, great. I like to get the, the melted butter and the cheese. Well, yeah. Jacob says beer cheese. Um, you know, I'm not as big of a fan with the beer cheese. I know that's a popular one. If I'm eating any kind of like liquidy type of cheese, it's going to be queso or nothing. That's at the end of the day. That's how it is. I don't know. Um, beer cheese. Hmm. All right. What do you got? So you have three right now and I have four, right? I think so. Yeah. You ended with fries, correct? Yeah. Okay. What you got next? Peanuts. 
Okay. It's kind of a bar snack, lots, but I guess I'll count it. It's lots of little places. Lots of little bars here have, you know, peanuts out that you can have, so. You know, that, um, that really doesn't, I, I always, like, see that in movies and shit, and they always joke about how unhygienic it is, but I don't really see that much at bars. Maybe it's just around here. I, it's funny. I never really see peanuts out, like, ever. Like, yeah, I worked at a bar once where we sold peanuts and it was just like came in a bag and we would just dump them out into a little bowl to serve to people. That's the only time I've been to a bar that actually has peanuts. Most of the bars around here have them. They'll have them out in little bowls. Really? Or... Yeah. Maybe it's just maybe it's just a Midwest white trash thing. Uh, are you not concerned about the hygiene of the peanuts? Nah. Because it's like a shared bowl, correct? Like anybody can just yeah. dip into it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Look out, Wuhan. I mean, when you go to a bar, you're hoping to find somebody to swap spit with anyway, aren't you? Yeah, but I don't have to have a shared bowl of peanuts to do that. <laughs> I'll just start talking to someone like a normal human being. But hey, man, that's, that's your pick. Um, okay, you get one more pick. That's, I guess peanuts are hold because you don't dip them. They're just small. Yeah. So, so what am I at? What two holds and or three holds and two dips? Wing. You said it was a dip. Slider is a hold. Fries a dip. Peanuts a hold. So you're good. You can just go wherever now. Pigs in a blanket. Where in a bar have you ever had pigs in a blanket? You've never had pigs in a blanket at a bar? <laughs> no. Like my mom makes them sometimes when people are over at her house. I've never been to a bar where they serve pigs in a blanket the bar closest to my house serves pigs in a blanket almost every time i go in there i'll, I'll get in the at a bar all right yeah this is i think the thing that this is exposing the most is how different bar foods can be depending on where you're at like a lot of the bars here like i said it's either nachos or wings but a lot of times it's like chips and queso or chips and salsa it's like the main things I don't. I honestly don't think I've ever been to a bar that served pigs in a blanket. Very weird, but um, okay. Once again, Chris Bad Takes live. <laughs> this is Chris Bad Takes live. But that's um, not even a take. That's just what you know. They serve it there. Okay, so I get two picks, and I think that's gonna wrap it up. One, two, three, four, five, and then you'll have one pick after me. So I get the two picks here. You come back with your one pick. Um, let's see. I have nachos, mozzarella sticks, jalapeno poppers, soft pretzel. Damn, mine is mine is so good. Yours is terrible compared to mine. Let's go. You know what? We can. We'll go with fried okra. We'll go fried okra. Because I was thinking about doing loaded fries, but you kind of already, you said fries, so I'm just going to leave that one alone because I'm counting that as just uh, encompassing fries. Uh, I'm going fried okra. Do you like fried okra? Eat that much? No. Have you ever had no. fried okra? I don't think so. I don't think I've ever seen it anywhere. Man, you're missing out. Do you even know what it, like, you know what an okra is? I do not. What is it? It's just like a, it's like a, 
green vegetable. Almost looks like a pepper, but it's not spicy at all. But it, that's kind of what it looks like. It has no spice at all. Um, and then they fry it like uh, into these little like ball type things. And you just dip it in like ketchup or hot sauce or whatever you want to dip it in. Uh, that's crazy. You've never had this. Like I said, this episode more so than anything is showing me uh, the difference in bar foods in regions. I'm pulling up a picture of a fried okra just so you can understand. I didn't know that it wasn't as common. Um, here, this is a batch of fried okra. There you go. Okay, I've seen this. I think uh, somebody in my family makes that for some like family get-togethers. It's very good, really good. Um, that was a big that was a big pickup for me. Just so you know, I know you don't understand that, but that was a that was a really good pickup for me. And then to wrap it up. Nobody said this, and I just have to take it off the board. I'm surprised that this hasn't come up, especially with how bad some of yours were. Um, I'm going to go pizza. Just good old pizza. Good old American pizza. Nothing special about it. It's a bar pizza. It's probably either cheese or pepperoni. You're not getting anything special. But, you know, it's usually like a big slice because it's at a bar, and it's usually really cheap. And in terms of food just to put into your stomach when you're getting a little too drunk pizza's great it's greasy it's filling no explanation needed that's it it's bar pizza that's a great pickup right there all right you get one more i'm thinking fried pickles Ugh, i hate fried pickles i don't like them either but my brother loves them when he's drunk you don't even like them (laughs) no but a lot of I see a lot of people oh, eating them. So I, you know. Chris, you're gonna make me quit podcasting. You <laughs> are gonna make me quit. You're gonna make me quit Your podcasting. Podcast Just having you on this show is making me like rethink my entire podcast. Okay, here are the picks for best bar food. God, dear God. Okay, here's mine: nachos, mozzarella sticks, jalapeno poppers, soft pretzel fried okra and pizza that's incredible that's what i'm gonna eat for dinner tonight now that i'm reading this out loud here's yours wings sliders so far so good fries kind of boring peanuts not really food more of a snack so weird choice pigs in a blanket what your grandma makes when you go over to her house never seen at a bar before and fried pickles which you said yourself you don't even like i I don't like fried pickles Oh my gosh! Brother's a big fan though. When he goes out and starts drinking, it's fried. Nobody said bread, and that's supposed to be really good when you're drinking too. You're gonna just order bread at a bar? Well, no, but like I've seen it. I've seen some places where they have like special little bread, like their homemade bread, you know, that they have out or terrible breadstick. I mean, I said mozzarella sticks. If we're, but bread—that's a terrible Chris. Man, up here, a lot of places do their own bread. Like, homemade bread's a big item here at restaurants and whatnot. Ew. Like, are you putting it... Are you having, like, a BLT with the bread? Then sure. But just bread? No, it's just, like, a loaf of bread, you know? That is butter. So, so every bar up there, it sounds like, just sounds like my grandma's house. Homemade bread and pigs in a blanket? That's that's going to see my grandma. That That's not a bar. So... 
sorry, all my listeners from Ohio, but I'll never be going to Ohio to drink. It sounds Why not? terrible. It's a great state. Ohio's a great state. Ohio's a great state. Yeah. Give me your give me your pitch for Ohio. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Man, I don't have one. It's not that great. Oh. <laughs> I just uh, I don't want to throw it under the bus. I live here, you know. We got a lot of famous people are from here. You want to be an astronaut? You're born in Ohio. Your chances go way up. What? That's Is that right. a thing? Lots of astronauts. Yeah, there's a lot of astronauts. Yeah, and then they uh, immediately leave Ohio to become an astronaut. Yeah, that's what the meme says too online. What's well, so bad about Ohio makes everybody want to leave. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even. Yeah, just like what's y'all's license plate say? Isn't it something about flight? First in flight, yeah. But that's North Carolina's first in flight. No, 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 no. Ohio is. The Wright no, brothers North from Carolina is. They, they yeah, where did they go? Where did they go to fly the fucking plane? <laughs> like, they they went down to the beach in North Carolina. They went to North Carolina. All the work was done here. The first we, flight we was first in flight. North Carolina. You can't claim first in flight. If it didn't happen in your state, that's insane. They're from here. This is where they're from. This is where so, all the work was done. Once again, they the said, we're is. leaving this place to go to a better place to actually make history. But they did it all here. They did the work here. <laughs> and then they flew in North Carolina. That's insane. Ohio is just... I have something else. I want, you know how everybody always makes fun of Florida and Florida is the butt of so many jokes. I want to turn this yeah. into an Ohio thing. I want all of the jokes to be at the expense of Ohio. That's my new, that's, that's what I'm going to be focusing on from now on in this podcast. Thank you, Chris, for being on here just to help me realize that I need to focus this entire podcast on making fun of Ohio as much as possible. It's not terrible here. I mean, it is kind of right there in that weird spot where the winters are terrible and the summers are just as bad, like when it gets real hot. Does it get hot there? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and then in the winter we we just How does it how are, I think are you sure it gets hot or are you just saying that because you're from a cold place? No, it gets hot here. It it's it'll get up to triple digits during the summer. Uh, I have to see it to believe it. I feel like all cold state humid. people say like, that we get, shit. We get humid. Humidity. Really Everybody bad. says it's so humid. It does. There's no way. In, How in, it... Indianapolis, when we go over there for the brickyard and whatnot during the summer, when it was in the summer, I think it actually moved back to the summer this year or last year, and they're moving it to the road course. 
But when you go over there in the summertime, that day is so awful. It's like 110, 115 degrees in the track. Awful. I'm pretty confident that if I went to any place that you considered hot, I would not consider it hot. I'm pretty it confident. I'm pretty we confident. Get, As a Texan, I think I would go to any, I would hang out with any person from Ohio and they would say, oh, this is hot. And I would go, this is spring. I don't know what you're talking about. That's just that's just my opinion, though. I'll agree. I wouldn't move up there for the winters to save my life. That sounds terrible. But that's why I live down here, so I don't have to deal with it. We just got, like I said, the last snow of the year was about four weeks ago, and it was like 8 to 12 inches, something like that. That was probably when we had that ice storm, huh? Yeah. And on top of that, we had already had like 6 or 8 inches a couple days before, so we ended up with 15, 20 inches of snow out there all at once. So I guess to wrap this episode up, because it's already gone way too long, just having to talk to you. Um, and by the way, Jacob said, yeah, as a Georgian, Georgian, I don't know. We discussed this in that episode. I don't know what you call somebody from Georgia. He agrees. Ohio, bunch of wusses. Um, yeah. hey, hey, we, got the, though, we got the big museum here for what museum? The, United the rock and roll thing. Oh, we got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We got the yeah. NFL. They play their, you know, big game in the preseason in Canton. Right here where the Okay, Hall here's another is. gripe I have with Ohio before we move on is that Ohio considers themselves like a football state. It's insulting. We are a football state. Now, when it comes to high school football, nothing's going to come close to, you know, some of those stadiums in Texas are yeah, to be to, in my opinion, to be a true football state, you have to be producing the top high school athletes every year. Florida, California, Texas, Georgia, I think is up there. Come on, Ohio, it's weak. Like, how is Ohio State? Is the majority of the players from Ohio? You know, I couldn't tell you. You'd have to ask somebody that watches Ohio State football and. Yeah. See, I wouldn't be surprised if like a majority of your top talent comes from outside Ohio. And that's my point. It's fake. Well, I know Justin Fields is going into the NFL and they got him on the transfer from Georgia. There you go. See? Um, Okay. So moving on past the terrible state of Ohio, that's just going to become the butt of every joke. Wrapping it up. Figured we'll just talk about Atlanta real quick since that's the next race. Um, Any thoughts? Uh, any predictions? I think uh, maybe more of what we've seen today, in a, especially at Vegas. I think the hinder cars are going to be strong. You saw the five be real strong in Vegas. Um, lots of tire wear. You're going to be there. Get some good shots for us. You know. Oh, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I guess Hopefully first and foremost. And okay, if you have if you have one pick. Right now, one prediction, one pick to win. Who who are you picking? Man, my heart says Chase, but I think that five car is going to be pretty sporty. Yeah? Okay. I'm going with uh, Brad Kislowski. I think he's going to get a win. He runs pretty good there. Yeah. Harvick I said it here runs first. Really good there. Remember Neither that. one of us said anything about Harvick on this whole show. And I know. He, you know he, he just hasn't seemed the same, but... He is a guy that could win, yeah. You can't ever really count him out. It's funny, I just count out Kyle Busch now every single week, which is sad. Think about who he was he just a couple years ago. No, that's what I'm saying. I just don't even like take him seriously at this point. 
He didn't um, practice. He didn't practice terribly. Like honestly, I think he looking forward, I put him at the same level as Austin Dillon in terms of guys that could potentially get a win of like it's kind of a long shot, but I it's possible. That's how I view Kyle Bush right now. It's like it's possible that he brings it back and he's extremely talented, but how I've seen him driving this season, I'm like, I don't I don't know if he will get a win. And I think it goes back to last season. I think that's a guy who needs to practice to dial his car in. You know, Kyle really struggles with a tight race car and not having practice. If you start that thing too loose and you wreck or something, you know, that's going to be your day. So they started tighter. So I think he just complains about being tight all race. And, you know, if they had some practice, he'd be able to. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny to see the guy that was going to be like the next Jimmy Johnson just. I guess in true fashion, he is becoming Jimmy Johnson in the sense that he can't get a win. Um, yeah, Jimmy. Uh, and what does that say about Jimmy Johnson? What Larson's been able to do with that team this year so far? Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Um, also, you're a big Jeff Gordon fan, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would you agree that Clint Boyer is ex- way better than Jeff Gordon in the booth? I think that they both are doing a great job. I don't think Jeff's done a bad job in the booth. I think those I think, two together, their friendship shows through, and I think it. I think they work really well together. I think that Jeff in the booth was inevitable. It's Jeff Gordon. That's you know he just has the household name that you want in the booth, but he was pretty boring. He's he's not the charismatic, joking guy. So I think. Clint Boyer, even especially in this race, um, Clint Boyer was what the, that booth needed. And you're right. It has, I think, brought up Jeff because he's yeah, able to bounce think, off somebody yeah. that's more charismatic. When Jeff came up there, you know, there wasn't really that uh, that time for funny. Like Clint has brought, it was more serious. And I think that's what they kind of pushed on well, Jeff. Was like, hey, I think it could have been serious. funny. I just think Jeff is not a funny guy. I don't think he seems like a nice guy and he laughs at jokes, but I don't think he's the guy that's going to be making the jokes. Um, but he's, he's very knowledgeable. He's, he's, he's very knowledgeable. He knows obviously everything there is about racing household name. I think it makes perfect sense that he's in the booth, but I think Clint Boyer in that booth with him has just brought it up so much higher. Like this race today, I would be watching and then they would start bantering about something. And I just caught myself like laughing. And I was like, wow, that's actually, that's good commentating. And if I'm actually engaging with these guys, because usually it's pretty boring. Uh, so you have to admit, though. Yeah, Clint has made that booth a lot better. And Who are they going to replace Mike Joy? I think Mike I maybe got one year left. Yeah, that's a tough one. I think they don't need to bring in a driver. I think they should bring in, bring in a professional commentator because that's what Mike Joy is. And so to fill his shoes and the role that he plays, you know, cause he's kind of the mediator between everything. He keeps everything on track, moves things along. He's a professional commentator. That's what he, he's a broadcaster, you know, that's what he knows how to do. Uh, and I think that's the type of person you need to bring in. Maybe, you know, an older guy, somebody that's been around and knows how to do it. I think they're going to do Adam Alexander and I'd hate to see that. I would rather him go out and get best quit. Alan Bestquick, I think, would be perfect. Yeah, that would be good. It'll be interesting. 
So, yeah, this weekend I will be in Atlanta going to the race. Now, are you, going, the, you going to all of them or just Sunday? Um, so they're doing the doubleheader on Saturday, right? Trucks and Xfinity. And then the, so, so we'll go to all the races. Yeah, because we have the Saturday tickets also. So, yeah. I'm gonna, you what? How long of a drive is that for you? I'm not driving to Atlanta. Oof. Oh. oh, hell no. No, I'm flying. That let's see. What would that be? Like 14 hours probably. Um Atlanta, Georgia directions. Let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna be staying with Dakota, as everyone knows. Yeah, 13 and a half hours. That no, I'm not driving. We're driving to Darlington. We're not gonna fly. That's I guarantee that's closer than me to Atlanta. Oh yeah, it is. It's uh, it's going to be about ten hours for Darlington, I think. <laughs> Week. Um, yeah, I'll be staying with Dakota, who has been on the show multiple times, and then Jacob, who was on the show just previously, will be meeting up with him because he'll be at that race as well. So we'll be putting out a lot of content, and then on Wednesday, this coming up Wednesday, I think. What I'm going to try to do is get all the co-hosts back on and we're going to try to do one like massive thing to wrap up the co-host challenge. Chris obviously will not be winning the position because he's been awful, but he is invited back on Wednesday just so we can make fun of his terrible takes some more. Any last words? I mean, are you going to defend yourself or is that, is that it? going to try to win some races and, uh, earn my spot back on here at some point. Yeah. You need to focus on winning races. You're, you're making me look bad in our skill. You know, we're, we're focused. We're not, we're 10th in points. It's not terrible. Especially considering, you know, we wrecked the first week in Daytona. Yeah. You still got to pay me back for that car that you wrecked, by the way. Um, okay. Well, thanks for coming on, Chris. Glad you could be here. I'll see you again Wednesday. And for all the followers, everybody like, subscribe, all that shit. Twitter, Facebook. Buy your merch, too. Go YouTube. buy some merch. Yeah, that's true. Everybody should buy my merch. You bought a lot of it. I'm surprised. Has it not come in because you're not wearing? I haven't. It hasn't even been shipped yet. I've been waiting on it to ship. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's taken quite a while. So, I yeah, that's going to wrap it up. About a bunch, so it's it's gonna take him a minute. And just as a reminder, I'm doing that NASCAR Madness worst fan base for anybody that hasn't been keeping up with that. That just wrapped up, so we're gonna be going down to the final four now. And Chase Elliott beat Kyle Larson, not really surprising there. Bubba Wallace destroyed Ryan Blaney, not surprised there. Uh, Joey Logano, that's a guy from Ohio, Mm -hmm. Buckeye Bullet. His dad's nickname was Buckeye Bullet. Raced all the local tracks around here. Yeah, and I don't really like Ryan Blaney, so that <laughs> kind of <laughs> keeps that tradition going. Um, Joe Logano beat Denny Hamlin, and Kyle Busch absolutely destroyed Brad Keselowski. That was like the most lopsided one right there. So yeah, those are going to be our final four. Chase Elliott is going to be going against Joey Logano, and Bubba Wallace is going to be going against Kyle Busch. I'll probably be putting that poll up tomorrow, so be on the lookout for that. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I will see y'all again on Wednesday. Thanks for coming on, Chris. Thanks for having me. It's always fun to be here. Peace.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.